Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. I'm here, and I was on time. You were. I'm very grateful for that. I've been doing pretty good the past couple weeks. You know that, right? You have. You have. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's a chart there. The gold star is still not up there yet. You need to put that up for (laughs) attendance. Well, I have to. We have to go a little bit further. You have to. Uh, you have to earn it a little bit more. Well, we like what? In two more weeks. I said I was grateful. I didn't say I was okay. trusting. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm still learning. Oh man, it's good to see you. I'm glad to be back. I was out of town this weekend in in Atlanta. I went yeah, to do a, go? It was cool. I went and did a retreat uh, as part of Rise with Axe. You know, it's a it's a a, a retreat system and sort of like Crescio here in Memphis mm-hmm. and. I think the one main difference is you don't have to be Catholic to go to Axe where you do okay. to be, you know, to go to Crescio. But uh, it was wonderful. Spent a whole weekend with guys. I was just very thankful to be down there. And it's neat. You know, a lot of times in this world we can look around and, and see, you know, things as dire or dark or in a bad place. And especially with the things going on in the church, you can say, well, you know, people talk about declining numbers and all of these things. But you go to this, the middle of, of Georgia, to this small town, Warner Robins, and and here's you know thirty guys on a Saturday wanting to learn how to become better husbands, brothers, fathers, and sons. And, That's great. And so you you can easily lose track of that you know when you read the news and look at the media and read the numbers and all that. But there are men and women everywhere that are trying to grow in their faith. And right. you know so thinking about that and then honestly I'm, I'm going to tell the truth here. I was tying my shoes this morning and about getting ready to take the kids to school and I was thinking what am I going to do for a podcast today? And and you know I asked my son Jacob, my ten year old, and and he's like, Dad, next week's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, you should probably do something on gratitude. And I'm like, okay, buddy. I was like, there right. you go. So it hit me, and I'm like, man, he's right. Like, we, after out of 42 shows, you know, and this is 43, we have not done anything on gratitude. And isn't that like sort of a, isn't it funny? Isn't that the way the life is? Like, we get so caught up in so many other things that we forget to be thankful. We forget yeah. to, to talk about being thankful. Right. Well, you know, I, I got to talk to Jacob because he didn't text me about what the topic was going to be. <laughs> and I, right. I got like a two-hour warning. That's right. Well, he doesn't have any gold stars either. So <laughs> if that's your angle. We're in the same thing, right? Same boat. That's Sorry, right. Jacob. But no, I mean, it's something that's, that I really started thinking about. I mean, if you think about that statement just a second ago, I said it was like, that's the way life is. We get so busy with other things that we forget to be grateful. And, you know, that's a dangerous thing. One of the, a quote I have from St. Maria here says, uh, get used to lifting your heart to God in acts of thanksgiving many times a day because he gives you this and that, because you've been despised, because you haven't what you need or because you have what you need. Thank you for everything. Thank him for everything because everything is good. And we forget that, right? Mm-hmm. We get caught up in all of these other things, uh, what the busyness of our lives or you know, with men, a lot of times we can think, you know, well, I'm the reason that I have this, these things and this stuff. And I, why do I need to be thankful to anybody else? It was through my own hard work and my own, you know, deciding I was going to do this and the effort behind it. And we can, gratitude and thanksgiving gets lost in this world. It really does. I mean, we can, we get caught up in looking at what other people have, what we don't, and we stop counting our blessings. And that's a dangerous place to live. Right. Well, what, what he was saying is everything is good. Mm-hmm. You know, everything. and we have the mindset that no matter what happens to you, everything is good. Meaning that it's specifically for your benefit. Mm-hmm. 
And I think we take that mindset on is like no matter what we see as suffering or whatever, we come out if we go through grace and we keep the, the Father close and our faith close, we'll come out an amazing spot of, of, of virtuousness, I think, you know. We, we talked about this before, you know, we, we are who we are today with, without going through sufferings ourselves. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be who we are today if we didn't experience some sort of suffering for not only our faith, but also for like uh, growing into ourselves. Sure. Yeah. And we have to take the good with the bad. I mean, a lot of times we sit there and we, we like you're saying, we, we are so, uh, you know, open to being thankful about the easy things, you know, the good things, the blessings. And, but when the pain comes or the, the loss or all of those things, we're not. And, and we're called to be, to rejoice in all things. I mean, it says in first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, rejoice always pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I mean, that's what he says in all circumstances. He doesn't say like when it's easy and it's good and you've gotten what you wanted. No. It's, it's like for everything. And, and you know, that's something that I really wanted to talk about today because like that's something that I've learned to do in my life every day is to get up first thing in the morning and I may not feel the best. I may, I may be stressed out about something. I may not be looking forward to the day. I mean, whatever the circumstances are, it could be a great day. I'm looking forward to what it is. But I roll out of bed every morning and I say, thank you for giving me life. Like, thank you for choosing to allow me to sure. breathe today. Yeah, thanks for my heart being still beating. Right, yeah. because yeah. nothing else can happen without that. And we overlook that. I mean, we look at that like it's no big deal. But the fact that you you wake up every single morning is a grace from God, and we should be thankful for that. Thank you for giving me another opportunity today to live the way that you want me to live, the way you've called me to live, to be a blessing in someone else's life. Like, thank you for giving me the opportunity to make a difference today. You know, because look, here's the other way to look at that. A lot of us may not be in a position where if we died, that we may not we may not be going to the place we think we are. So thank you, Lord, for giving me an opportunity again today to, to try to reach for heaven, mm-hmm. to try to find that, to, to try to live the way that you call me to live. Sure. And we don't think of it that way. We just think, well, I'm waking up tomorrow and I'm waking up the next day and I'm waking up the next week. Well, you don't, there's no guarantees with that. You don't know that. And so we have to be thankful for every second we have. And when we are, then we can make the most of everything. You know, when we're not grateful, we take for granted. You know, we, we, we look at things and we just say, we don't see the blessing and the power of God in our life in them or, or the blessings of other people in our life. We just, we start to take for granted and, and say, you know, this is the normal and this is, this is just the way it is. So I don't need to, I don't need to, to reference that or to be grateful or thankful for that. It's just something that is, and that's a dangerous place to fall on find ourselves in as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, think about gratefulness. Um, you know, me growing up, I remember when I would visit my grandparents, they would have, you know, Sunday supper. It wasn't dinner, it was supper, which means it was like a six course meal. But the thing is, is that she cooked for all of us because she she loved us and she was grateful that we're all there, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 I saw that in in what her movements around the table, making sure everyone was taken care of, everyone was fed, and and sweet tea was full. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, and and that's the thing is that if every day you act like that, that you are here to serve, to help, and to secure uh, people's, you know, faith, you know, in, in everything you do, the big, mm-hmm. the small. I mean, you wake up with a smile on your face. You right. know, even though you're tired, you have aches and pains, it's another day to make the world better around you. Right. And you look at like where we live. I mean, we live in the greatest country in the world where we have, I mean, not everybody has, but the majority of people live 
a nice, comfortable life. You know, it's not like we're living in a third world country. We're we're sitting here complaining that that you know, like we have some of the best tap water here in the country. Yet everybody's buying bottled water, right? Like, think how many countries out there don't even have that. Like, that that take a risk of getting sick every time they drink mm-hmm. from something. You know, and, and we don't think about that. We 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 get used to our circumstances, and we just take for granted. And you know, one of the things that 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 shows us we become a negative culture, right? Like we begin to look for everything we don't have. That is so huge today. It's like I've got all these blessings, but I don't have that, right? I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but I don't make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Or I I've got a nice car, but I don't have that car. Or I've got a pretty wife, but it, she's not as pretty as that that girl. Or whatever it is, we're constantly looking. We're never satisfied with what we have. We never are really truly grateful for it. We're always looking to the next thing or what we don't have. And we become envious of others, right? I don't have the gifts he has. I don't, you know, uh, you know, it's all kind of things. Like I'm losing my hair. I'm this, I'm that. We look at what we don't have instead of ever focusing on what we do. And because of that, you know, we find ourselves in negative situations where we're always depressed and we're always, uh, you know, looking at, at the negative instead of the positive. And, you know, one example of, of looking at the positive is like Mary in the Bible, right? I mean, when she's when it's announced to her that she's going to carry the Lord, here's this young girl, she's about to be married, you know, and, and, and now this angel's like, by the way, you're going to be pregnant and carry this child, and you're going to have to, like, the, you're going to carry the weight of that. It's not only a child, it's the Savior of the world. Sure. Well, she was probably 13, 14 years old, yeah. so speculating, you right. know, and, herself. And, and so all of a sudden, all this is put on her, and, and she could have said, like, I don't want this. Like, no, this is terrible. I don't want this. Find somebody else. But yet she gave her yes. And she didn't just say, give her yes. She said, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Right. Like, she was thankful in that moment where so many of us, I, I mean, I, I don't know what I'd do in that moment. I, I'd be freaking out probably. But she was grateful from that point on. And, you know, blessed will be my name forever. And all of these things she says in her magnificent, in, in her magnificat, in her fiat, and all of that. It just, it goes to show that we need to be grateful in everything that we may not always get the cards dealt the way we want them dealt, but we always have to be grateful no matter what it is, whether it's negative, positive in between like, Lord, thank you for this in everything. And, and there's plenty of other people in the Bible. You see, um, the leper, you know, that that's a famous story where, you know, Jesus heals 10 lepers. And, you know, as soon as he does, they all walk off. And they just take for granted what has happened, right? They walk off and go, all right, cool. Thanks, I'm better now. I believe in Jesus. Yeah, yeah, rah, rah. He helped me. And they walk off. And only one returns. He and, wasn't Jewish, by the way. Right. Yeah, right. And Jesus just turns around and says, like, is there only one of you? There were 10 in the beginning, and now there's only one. Yeah. And only one is returned to give thanks to God. Like, he doesn't say to me. He says thanks to God. And and that's that's the way we can be in our lives is that God gives us, he's always giving. He gave of himself on the cross, the biggest gift we could ever get. And we take that for granted, right? We, we, we don't go to church on Sundays or we don't, we don't live the life we're called to because we, we, that we become numb to that, right? We, we think, oh yeah, Jesus died for our, our sins. And it becomes just a roll off the tongue, right? With no significance or meaning behind it anymore because we become used to it and we've forgotten the gift that was and to be grateful for that gift. But there's so many places in the Bible where where Jesus himself, I mean, how many times does he go off and pray to the Father and thank him? I mean, he's on this death mission. from the, He was born to die. We've said that before. And yet he spends so much time 
in the scriptures thanking God for everything that he has, for everything that he's given him, including this 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 narrow road that he has to walk. And it, we forget that as, as Catholics and as Christians and as just everyday people is, is what has been done for us. Do you think it's because we're so comfortable in our surroundings that we really, most of us may not struggle? Yeah. And therefore we take, like you said, we take for granted. Like, like for instance, if, if, you know, I don't want to pick on any generation, but like if a generation is born up to where they have everything provided for them. Sure. You know, transportation, good education, uh, everything they don't have to worry about, stress is, is, is irrelevant. But see, the thing is, is that when you have a life full of stress for free, uh, and and things are always provided for you, you don't really reach out for help because you are always expected to be there. The good and the bad as well. But the thing is, you know, for those that have struggled and those who who, who seek something better, I'm talking about people who are, are outside the church, who are attracted to the church. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've been outside the church, and they, they know their life isn't as... as satisfactory they're sure. missing something there's there's a void and then they come into the church and all of a sudden they become a changed person you know and 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 i think those are the people within the church that are really like keeping it keeping it like motivated and alive and like for individuals who have been in the church for so long you you get enculturated into it you, you just get used to everything and you know, the tradition that's so sacred sometimes becomes the norm yeah no you're and you and know. you don't really have that that all um, what do you call that? That that all high, in wonder. Yeah, all in yeah. wonder. That it's just it's not it's doesn't disappear. It's just diminished a little bit. Well, Angela talks about that all the time. Like I've heard her say, it, and several other cradle Catholics, it's husbands or wives or whoever comes into the church, you know, later in life. It's become you know, like I was Baptist and now I'm Catholic, and and I just have this insatiable desire to learn as much as I can. And and so you know, Angela's told me she's like, I wish. You know, like I've been Catholic all my life, and it's just the way we've been. And and like the lens of, the, you know, the lens of which you look through this a lot. I wish I had that lens. Like I wish, you know, the excitement and the, and and you know, my wife's a wonderful Catholic. Don't get me wrong, but you hear that often. There's so many cradle Catholics who be like, man, these converts come in the church and they're just on fire. And that's exactly what you're talking about is because they're just now receiving that gift. And and someone who was born into the church was born into it. You didn't you didn't necessarily look for it or choose it for yourself. You were just given it. And so many times, I mean, look at kids, Christmas is coming up, you know, and our kids will say, I want this, I want that, I want this. And we'll get it for them because we're parents and we're suckers and we buy all this stuff and all that. Sure, yeah. But what happens? Like two weeks later, this thing that they pined over for months and months and months is laying in the corner of the house somewhere and hadn't been touched in three weeks. You know, it's just, it's the way that we are. And that's why we always have to be reminding ourselves and training ourselves to be grateful. You know, a lot of times, even in prayer, you know, I, there's, I know I've done this in my life where you go in and you're like, Hey God, thank you for everything you give me, my family and all that stuff. And he, anyway, I need this, 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 and this. And, and the, the, the gratitude is a false sense of gratitude, right? It's like, okay, I got to give you homage because you're, you're God and I'm not. So thank you for this, 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 and this. But do we mean it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do we really sit there and look and go like, Lord, it is 30 degrees outside, and I'm thankful that I'm in a house with heating. I'm thankful I have a bed to sleep in. I'm thankful I have a wife who loves me. I'm thankful for these kids that are healthy. Like these little, these things in life that are so important become little to us. And, you know, I think, I don't know if it's just because of this, like you said, this generation, we have everything. Like, you know, you're, it's so convenient and so comfortable. I mean, I can remember my grandmother and Angela's grandmother uh, taking, like an hour to undo a Christmas present 
So she didn't rip the paper so she could fold it up and use it again the next year. Right. And when you'd ask her, she goes, it, it's, a, it's a gift to have Christmas paper. Oh, yeah. My grandmother had like but, jars of, of buttons. Yeah. yeah. Because she grew up in a depression where there was mis- there's a need for button to repair, you know, worn trousers or worn shirts. You right. know, you recycle as best you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, that's the mentality of, of want, right? Right. And, and we, should, we should want God. Yeah, you know, we should we should strive to be present with God all the time, and and we are so comfortable in our lives that we of we really do we avoid seeking Him that directly sometimes. Well, and that's what we need to do. Like if if we aren't thankful, then we aren't aware of our blessings. Sure. I mean, that's yeah, the bottom line. Like we're like you're saying, we're taking them for granted. And the thing is, like if we don't understand the gifts we've been given, we can't be we can't be full of gratitude. We can't be thankful, and then. Therefore, we can't be a gift to another. Like, you can't give what you don't have. So if you're not grateful, if you're not full of gratitude, then you can't give to others. Because what happens, like, when people, when you do see something as a gift, and it means the world to you, what do you want to do? You want to go and give a gift to someone else, right? You want to share that feeling, feeling. It's a natural inclination. But when we forget and we lose sight of the things that we have in our life each and every day, then we lose our ability to bless others, Right? Because we don't know, we no longer notice the blessings that we have, and so when we lose that, we lose our ability to do that for others. And and think about that: if everybody in the world starts doing that, then we lose the ability to be grateful to God, and we lose that ability to be grateful. What happens? Like we just we lose reverence. We lose, uh, you know, He loses priority and place in our life because we're not understanding the gift that He is to us in everything that we've done. And it's it's just it's something that we have to be better at, you know. It's it's this this world. Like I see our kids, you they get all kind of things, and and you're lucky if you get a thank you anymore, you know. And 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 just the the stuff that we do each and every day as parents, as friends, as brothers, is it becomes a well. You're supposed to do that for me, right? And that's the main thing about being grateful. You have to be humble. Mm-hmm. And when you've lost humility, when it's this, well, I deserve this, right? Because I am who I am, and I work hard, or I do this and I do that. I deserve these gifts from God's because God because I go to church and because I do this and because I mean easily I could fall into that trap with what I'm doing now in my life. You know, God, I do this for you. Like I went to this weekend and, and did this this retreat, and I, you know, I'm not going to go to church Sunday because I spent all weekend doing stuff for you. Like very easily we can become prideful, and when you lose that humility, you lose that gratefulness. Like when you understand that everything I we we have to understand. Everything in this life is a gift from God. Everything. Like we talked about a minute ago with the breath. And when we lose that, when we lose that idea and that that meaning in our life, we get into trouble. Yeah. Because then we start thinking, well, I'm I'm the manufacturer of my own grace. Right? I, I'm it's because of my my awesomeness or my my ability to to do things that have nothing to do with God. I, I made myself, I created myself, I made myself great. We lose the identity that there's a creator and everything we have is because of him. And when we lose that, we, we can't be the person we're called to be for anybody. Right. You said something earlier about um, you can't be was you can't be thankful on ideas of blessings you don't recognize or something right, like that. Yeah, what you, you said. Yeah, yeah. And I want to go back to that because that's true. If if you have no idea what blessings you have, how in the world can you be thankful towards other mm-hmm. people or to God? Right. You know, and and I think that is the mask that we go around in our lives daily. Is like like you said. 
Uh, I got MBA. I, I worked hard to get this position. This is all me doing this, mm-hmm. you know. And and yes, there's there's a way that you were catapulted in that aspect, and you did work hard. But there's other aspects of of being blessed. First of all, to probably have a family that put you in a position to go there, you know, to to, to go to school, to go to college. You know, not everyone's born with bootstraps yeah. or even the boots. You know, I mean, <laughs> we have to. As a church, we have to give people the, the ability to get from where they need to be to be successful, not just in their careers, but in throughout their life encompassing everything, you know? Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And it's, it's that's the thing. Like, when it's just this whole thing with gratitude, I mean, it, it's just, it's been on my mind for days. It's just been kind of thinking about it since, well, not for days, it's hours yeah. since Jacob mentioned it to me this morning. But it, it just, the whole thing is we, you cultivate what's important to you or what you're you're grateful for, right? So like your family. If we're not grateful for them, then we're not cultivating, we're not building, we're not bettering, right? So we we lose the value of things when we're not appreciating what they are, the gift and the value of things. And and I think that's one reason we see the decline in family, the the, the decline in the church, is that we have we have taken for granted what what God suffers. Look at the Israelites with Moses, right? He comes down the mountain with the the tablets oh, yeah. and he's ready to give the commandments. And here it is, God has taken these people from slavery. He's sure. given them bread from from well, yeah, you know. He, to, he, you to, can imagine. Sorry to yeah. interrupt, but you can imagine he's so excited. He's like, look, yeah. you know, God has blessed us with this. He comes down there and he sees this craziness going down in the camp. Yeah. And what they did, they they created an idol. Right, and that's what know? happens to all of us right. when we lose that that. That gratitude to God, like other things in our life become gods. You know, I went to get a video game the other night with Jacob, and it was the first night it came out. It was for his birthday, and there were all these men in there that were in their 40s and 50s. And, I mean, they're wearing – there's another game, Pokemon, something coming out. And I'm not trying to judge anybody. But these guys are sitting there, and Jacob picked up on it immediately. He's like, why are there all these guys your age in here, like in line for this game? Where are their children? And I told him when we got in the car, I said, Jacob, here's the thing, like – so easily when we we forget like who God is, another God becomes God in our life. And it can be video games or movies or whatever you replace them with. And we forget like that that gratitude and that thought. And so things become like that golden calf. And that's that's what happened with the Israelites, right? They they how soon they forgot that the waters were the sea was pulled apart oh, yeah. and they were saved. I mean, if we if it, our generation saw that we'd be like, All right, you're you're right. Everything I'm 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 following you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, would we? I don't know because I, don't know. Just, I would. I'd be impressed, right? But yeah. look how easy those people that were impressed fell off, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just took Moses being gone for a few days, or I don't know. I mean, it might have been forty days, but for a period of time, and then they're already oh. looking for something else and have You're forgotten right. everything. We're fickle. We're, we were very fickle right. people. We want to be comfortable, and yeah. so we've got to we've got to keep like Saint Ambrose says: no duty is more urgent than that of returning thanks. And we have to start there, like. If we're not giving thanks to God or to our wives or to our children or to the people in our lives every moment of every day, then we're going to lose the value of those things. And we're going to we're gonna find ourselves in a place where we think we're self-sufficient and we don't need anything or anybody. And that's a dangerous place to live. Like That's where people fall from grace, right? And you see it in the church with, with, with celebrity speakers and priests. You see it in the world with, with these men that have gotten... You know, like the Me Too stuff, like you see these guys that get up there and they're in these positions of power and they forget all these things that people have done for them and the, the being grateful for what they've been given and they become abusive and take advantage of their power. Like you see all this stuff everywhere and it all stems from a lack of gratitude and it becomes about me and not about 
God or what he's done in my life. And so we've got to focus back on that. And some of the ways we can do that is one, I mean, you got to thank God for giving you life each and every day. I mean, I cannot tell you and put enough emphasis on how important that's been in my life is to just get up and acknowledge one, there is a God and I'm not him. And thank you for everything that you've given me. You know, when my kids come running in the morning in my room in the morning and hey, dad, are we eating breakfast here at school? Like I'm always in the middle of that. And I look at them and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Like they make my life complete. Wow. They get up on their own. I mean, yeah. I have to go in there and well, like, tell them three them. times to get up. Yeah, I yell at them. And <laughs> what do you do? I love them. I want to know how get you do up. I throw shoes and stuff at them. It's fun. <laughs> Man. My, my aim's getting tell better me, and better. Tell me your secret because I cannot <laughs> wake Ella up. I don't know. They just, yeah. they're excited to get up. But, you know, that, but it's that grace in that morning, yeah, in definitely. the morning to see that and say, Lord, thank you for that. And then like, look back over your day at night and give thanks for what happened, no matter what happened. I know there's deaths in the families and sickness and job losses and, and just fights and arguments and things that don't go your way, but you still got to live today and you still got an opportunity to be better and you still got an opportunity to bless someone else. So thank God for that, right? Through these sufferings that will come in our life. I got a call before I came here and one of my cousins died today Mm. and you know, he was older and he struggled all his life with addiction and other things. And it's sad, but, and I hate that, that that happened today, but I'm grateful for his life. I'm grateful for the memories I have for him. And I'm grateful that I get to be there to support his brother and the rest of my family. Like that's the way we have to look at things, even the bad things. So look back over your day at the end of the night or at the end of the day, stop counting what's missing in your life and look at what you've been given. That is one of the the key things we can do is stop counting what you don't have and be thankful for what you do. Don't stop looking around at, at what other people have or jobs or money or all those things. God gave you what you needed to live, right? And maybe he'll give you more one day. Maybe he'll give you less, but be thankful for whatever he gives you. Live rightly by it. Right. Another thing, sit down and take inventory of everything you've been blessed with. Everything. Like sit down and and say, thank you for this bed. Thank you for the covers on this bed. Thank you for the food in my cabinets. Thank you for the cabinets the food are in. Like I know that sounds juvenile or maybe, uh, you know, like as if I'm speaking to children, but that's how we need to live as adults too, right? We're supposed to be childlike. Thank you for everything you've given me. If we could do that in our life and continue to to put you know, your needs and wants aside and count your blessings, then we can truly live the way that God calls us to live. That's right. So guys, just remember each and every day to start your day with thanks and end it with thanks. And let's say thanks right now in a prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, you have given us so much to be grateful for. You are a kind, loving, and merciful Father. Help us to never take for granted the many blessings you give us each day. And Father, even though life may not always turn out the way we had hoped, remind us to always be grateful for every moment of it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.